0: Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.
1: Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment.
2: And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe.
1: Uh, cheers, guys! Cheers! Yay! Um, Yay! Welcome! This is 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm
2: Kimmy. And this is a podcast where we're joined by another person today um, our new dater.
3: Hi. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and if you're a longtime listener, you will remember him. You have met him before because he's Kenny Foskett, Kimmy's brother. He's my brother. Yay! Um,
3: so, um, yeah, I'm really glad you guys have decided to just hand your podcast over to me. Like, I'm glad yeah. and I just have this beautiful podcast with all these followers, and I didn't even have to do any work. So, like, this is my Totally. right.
1: Yeah, how definitely. My... Okay,
3: cool. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm so grateful.
1: Can you teach us how audio works?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we're so grateful. We're so happy you're here. Obviously, this is, much. like, a bizarre thing to do, and we really are appreciative.
3: I just don't. I don't think it's that weird. From, like, my perspective, no. For everybody's benefit who's listening, I was just in LA visiting my sister and like part of the conversation I ran into some friends from school and I was like asking them whether they dated and they just like outwardly were like, No.
1: Hmm. I
3: don't do this and like from my perspective, like dating is just part of my life here. So to, like to just contribute to a podcast and like help you guys out, it's like nothing's gonna change from my perspective. I'm just giving you guys some time. So it's cool.
2: Thank you. Well we really appreciate it. It's been it's been a long journey since the beginning of the summer when I you know came clean that i was dating someone um and we've just been we've been holding on waiting for the right person to take over the the dating (laughs) torch and here you are and we're also we're adding other daters so that you know kenny can continue to have his full-time job and live his life but we'll be checking in with him as he dates away and you know joins us on this journey
1: (laughs) Totally, yeah For any uh, listeners who might be new listeners, we're going to give you, like, a little recap, and then we're going to tell you a little bit about, like, this new, brand new, as of today, form of the podcast. Uh, Kimmy, you want to recap it?
2: Yeah, sure. So I, Kimmy, was in a—we won't call it a dry spell, just more of, like, a—just— time of, tough time of life, dating patterns, my therapist said, hey, you should go on 100 dates. I said, no, I'll go on 51 and make it a podcast. <laughs> but basically, Liza, and I started this, and Liza helped me go on a new date each week. She either helped me pick someone, set me up, try a new, told me to try a new place, made me go on like a day date or things like that. And I got through 32, but on date 13, I actually met my now boyfriend who was just here visiting, um, who you heard from last week on the podcast. So, Yeah. Uh, we a had to pass recap. the torch. We're getting better Sorry? and
1: better. That was a great recap. I feel like we're oh, really getting better. Oh really? Okay, and better great. Cool. Yeah.
2: I I should. I, if I sound yeah, I'm I'm a little depleted. I told Kenny and Liza, but I I volunteered in Compton this morning at a school with second graders, and it was actually amazing. But God, teachers have the hardest jobs. They're it's exhausting. We like two of us taught a class. Um, I'm actually going to shout it out, and we can cut this out, but it's with a program called Junior Achievement, and you can go on and donate to this amazing program, um, and put in the code JAUCLA, and then, like, that gets contributed to, like, the goal we're trying to meet as a school at UCLA. But that was very selfish. I think you should check this organization out anyway. It was one of the cooler, cooler volunteer experiences I've had yet, um, Awesome. Anywho, I'm a little depleted, and I think yes. teachers should be paid all of the money, and
1: I don't know how they do it every day. Elementary school children are have a lot of energy. Yeah. Every time I'm around one, I leave just being like, well, I need to drink and sit in a quiet, dark room for, like, half a day.
2: Yeah, that's how I feel right now. And yeah. I'm sitting in a quiet, dark room, but I'm not drinking because I should... Not yet.
1: We just hit 5 yeah. o'clock here, so we're... We're good. Kenny and I are having bebs, yeah, but we, we obviously oh, wish you were having bebs, too.
2: Well, yeah, that's the other funny thing, listeners. So I'm Kimmy, I am <laughs> in L.A., and Liza and Kenny, my brother, so they're in New York, so it's really funny. I'm kind of jealous of them. But you know what?
1: FaceTiming is a beautiful thing. It is. It feels like we're just hanging out, which is nice. Yeah, it does. Um. So yeah. So we are bringing Kenny in because, and like, we will let you talk at some point. You know,
3: I'll, I'll pick my places.
1: <laughs> but uh, to basically like sub in and start our fifty-one date experiment all over again. And we're also in the process of uh choosing a, uh, probably two more daters. And what we're gonna do is kind of rotate our daters out, hear from them, like every three weeks to month-ish depending on like other guests we get on but you're gonna be kind of checking in with these different daters on their journeys so uh yeah stay tuned for new daters but also we're really excited to introduce you to Kenny today
2: yeah, and before we let him speak, um, oh, this, Kenny, is this triggering childhood rem- memories of when I would tell you what game you were playing and what you were doing? Um.
3: I, just don't, I don't think anything's changed. Like, it's like not a childhood memory; it's a continuation of the same exact thing for the past twenty-six years of my life.
1: Youngest children, you, you we know our p- be- our place in the world.
2: Oh, I, think, I mean, I happily
3: accepted rather than be demeaned by my older sister who was telling me what to do. Yeah,
2: you will go on a podcast, but. Um, Oh, I wanted to say thank you to all of you. Rate, subscribe, reviewing. Like, thank you. It takes two seconds. We really peer pressured you last time. It means a lot. Thank you so much. And for following us on Instagram and getting involved. And keep sending in your date stories, whether it's a worst first or a second best um, or a third one with a hairy chest.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Is that a (laughs) thing?
2: You know that rhyme?
3: Yes. Is that a thing? You have I don't know you that rhyme.
2: No, first is the worst, second is the no, best. Third is the one I, with I the very chest. Oh, it does have a treasure chest. Okay. All right. Someone needs to go nine night. I've been up since five AM. Okay, cool. Um Jesus Christ. I'm not even drinking. Um So basically, just send in your date stories, sorry, and your questions. And there are so many of you in the secret Facebook group, which is also awesome, asking really good questions. And also send them to our email because then we can talk about them on the pod. That's fun too. And that email is, I will not tease you, it is 51firstdatespod at gmail.com. Again, that's 51firstdatespod at gmail.com. Um, and we'll link it in the episode. We'll try to get better about that. But like, let's now have me shut up and default to the two humans who are actually together,
1: so we can start talking about Kitten. No, I'm loving this. I'm sipping my like Lacroix and soda, and, and sorry, Tito's and Lacroix, which I feel like has to be mm. specified. I'm feeling very happy after after my sweaty run <laughs> from the subway. <laughs> very sweaty. Um, yeah. Okay. So I feel like, I mean, if if. Longer-term listeners will remember uh, Kenny from being on our episode called Family, uh, very apropos, and I'm... Um I think we like obviously talked about a lot of stuff there that we like may repeat today, but it's been a while, and I think it's like sure. you know worth yeah. repeating. So I'm gonna do my Terry Gross impression, which is my favorite thing to do on this Into podcast, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. uh, just you know ask you uh, why don't you why don't you tell us your your uh, life story?
3: Just a quick <laughs> elevator pitch of who I am. Yeah, and what I do. give us
1: the bullet points.
3: Um. Well, yeah. Obviously, Kimmy's brother. I'm 26 years old. I went to school in North Carolina, lived in Richmond for a couple of years, and then kind of a recent transplant to New York City. It's been probably like, I think it's a year. It might it's really a be year. a year, which is like wow. weird to think about because I have so much that I haven't done in New York, but at the same time, I feel like I've been here for a while, which is kind of a cool dynamic. But um, yeah, I mean, I live in the East Village, so I'm a Manhattanite through and through, but work outside of the city. So there's a little bit of a unique dynamic there in terms of just like, what my hours are in terms of socialization and everything like that. But yeah, I still am very much so on the upswing of New York. I was, it's really interesting. So I went to visit Kimmy in LA again about a week ago. Um, And I'm in traffic in a cab that's taking me the wrong way. It's drizzling out. It's like just after a red eye flight and I'm pulling back into the city out of the Midnight Tunnel. I'm like happy to be in New York. You know what I mean? So like, I'm like very much so in a part of my life where I'm like, just generally excited about things and, like, just trying to do as much as possible and, like, enjoy the city. So that's kind of just who I am and what I'm doing right now.
1: That's awesome. It makes me miss being young. (laughs) I mean, like, I don't know. know. I'm
3: very much so, like, if you think about the curve, like, (laughs) at the low end still, so. No,
1: not at all. I mean, our age gap isn't that big. I just feel tired and grouchy all the time, (laughs) (laughs) so that's the
3: thing. I didn't say that I didn't feel those things either, but, like, (laughs) all in all, doing pretty good.
1: I know you telling that story about New York
2: made me, like, fuck. Yeah, don't live there anymore and then you took it the total other way. So like props to you. Yeah.
3: Well, Young I think for me like optimistic. LA is just so different. I think the thing that I like about New York right now is like if I enter a new neighborhood, like probably doing it on foot and like I there's like a noticeable or like tangible difference between neighborhoods. Yeah. I feel like in LA and this is probably uninteresting for people. It's just like, you have to drive and then there's like a bunch of blank space and then there's houses that pop And Like, I just didn't know where it was. It was very different. And like waking up and it being sunny and really nice at all the time. was like fucking dope. Like, I love that. But at the same time, I was just like, this still feels like home for me. So you were here for eight years, Kimmy. So like, it's a little bit different from your perspective, but like, I don't know. I think
1: she probably- yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Like I feel and have always felt so similar about New York, but I've, gotten to the point where I feel so worn down by it that it's like it's just so such ambivalence but I always have that feeling literally that exact feeling coming through the tunnel when you're coming home from the like, airport of just like you here. come out the other end of the tunnel and you're like, da, 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 yeah. da. like it's just <laughs> a great but at the other on the other hand like you know I'm like a just tired grouchy trash
3: monster all the time
1: like because of yeah, New
3: like isn't everybody in New york York? So like I don't know you have to give yourself a little bit of leeway there
2: Yeah, I, I've just this, the simple fog that has lifted of anxiety, like, obviously I still deal with my anxiety, but, like, it's just not as bad here. Like, it's, it's, New York does something to you, even if you love it. Like, it, being around that many people, you have to be a little grouchy. People who are just, like, sunny, I'm like, you haven't lived here long enough. Has it been two months yet, you know, in New York? I think you have to have a little of that, that, that grit in you. Yeah. Um... To the fucking make it through the subway.
1: Like, yeah. Yeah. It is <laughs> yeah. very true. Uh, but on that theme, and I, again, I know we already talked about this when you were on last time, but what do you find, like, if you could, like, summarize what it's like to date in New York as compared to, like, anywhere else? Like, I know you've dated probably the other adult place you've dated, like, out of college was Richmond. Yeah. So, but, like,
3: so- for people who don't understand the the scene in Richmond is just like like it's like a time where like back in time. There's like cliques in college, like because there's so many schools in Virginia, there's a lot of people who end up in Richmond from those schools. So like they all know each other. And it even dates back to like cliques in high school that like just never left the Richmond area. So like mm-hmm. that's a different scene. That was very challenging in its own right, just because it was a much smaller market in terms of just like people willing to like step out of their comfort zone. And I think a lot of people in the Southeast typically end up in relationships sooner than than most uh, than, yeah. like, other parts of the country. So it's just like inherently like datey and coupley and like it made it challenging. I think the hardest part about New York and I think, I think it's probably a function of where it came from in terms of the dating scene, which is like, sometimes it feels overwhelming in the sense that there's just like, now with the technology we have and the apps that we have, like I can only use one app at a time because <laughs> if I'm trying to use more than one app, there's too many people on one app to like figure out what the hell I want. And like, there's always this like, sense of complacency where I think people get sucked into like I just need to swipe right, 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 right and like figure out all these things and then next thing you know you're like overwhelmed and you're not even talking to half the people Mm. versus like I think like just figuring out like okay I'm gonna match with a couple people they're not all gonna work but I'm gonna like spend some time giving them a shot Mm -hmm. and like trying to figure it out that way I've like slowly made that transition because it was like easy to come into the city and just like be like volume but like now I'm just searching for more quality and so like it's transitioned a little bit and like i don't know i think it's easy to just get sucked into the trap of like either like going to the same place and like going there with everybody or like not willing to go to a neighborhood that you hadn't previously gone to because you don't feel comfortable or just like getting overwhelmed in like the numbers game and i think the numbers game is probably the most impactful in terms of just like making people think that like dating sucks here
1: yeah yeah and yeah. do you think that like I mean, I guess you've really only dated as an adult when apps were a thing.
3: Yeah, that's fair.
1: Like, have you dated, like, have you ever gone on dates that, like, weren't from apps?
3: Yeah, I mean, in Richmond, it was more like friends of friends. And gotcha. I always will stand by That's the best way to meet people. Gotcha. Unless it's, like, so close that you're willing to, like, if it, like, goes sideways, like, you're potentially ruining, like, a friend group type relationship. But, like, I don't know. I think with apps, you run the risk of just, like, yeah you might have a great first date but then like don't connect on anything Mm -hmm. and like it's like i don't know you could like just walk away like having a non-impactful like scenario play out but like in terms of like meeting with friends of friends it's like there's always like a little bit of a tease at the front where like you've already had conversation like you there's some level of interest like at the like front end so like i feel like that is typically like if i were to like find myself in a relationship i feel like that's probably the way it's going to happen but like just the way that new york's set up it's just so app driven
1: yeah totally it's funny i mean oh no you go ahead no I you too. <laughs> no the thing i was gonna say was not that good same
2: okay <laughs> um oh, i was just gonna make a dumb non-joke about how like maybe i influenced you too i feel like you know the pod was going on and you know just be really presumptuous and pretend like as an older sister i really have an impact but i, I mean like Updating, I think is the New York scene now, but
3: I don't hate it. So I think it comes back to like, I find it really interesting. Like I tie back to that example where I was like talking to Andrew and Adam, two of my friends from school, uh, when I was visiting Kim in California and I was like, they're like throwy dudes. I don't know. I went to school Wake Forest was like in Greek life. It was just like very much so different scene than like what I'm part of, like and where my interests lie now. But like, I just like, are you guys, like, hanging out with girls or, like, going on dates or, like, doing anything? They are just, like, straight up, no. And, like, I think it was just, like, a function of, like, yeah, apps are the scene here, but it also facilitates just, like, meeting new people and, like, probably meeting people you otherwise wouldn't. And I think, like, the era of just, like, going up to somebody at a bar, which is obviously a bad move anyway for the most part, is just, like, over, and I think it's, like, allows a way to, like, feel out the scene and, like, I don't know, I think it works. And I think as long as you're, like, conscientious of other people's feelings you could do it in like a in a polite and like courteous way because i yeah. think it's very easy to be like right 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 ignore 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 it's like well then you shouldn't have like swiped right in the first place but i think if you're like again just like conscientious about how you use it like i don't really see a problem with it
1: yeah that's i mean just i feel like so few people are just hearing you talk about it i'm like oh my god that's like really really good of you and it's impressive to me that you have like that you treat the people at the other end of the apps like they're humans like I feel like a lot of people don't. Well, they're I feel like robots I've, until yeah, you meet. Yeah I think
3: that's totally fair. I, I just like you I've gone on dates through this thing where like it then by turns into like a ghost or like just turns into like you go on a date it's fun. It's like I always give the people the benefit of like a second date just because like I typically I don't think I'm selective like I'm willing to like go on dates with people that I have some kind of connected connection with whether it be like hundred percent or 25% just like to give it a chance. But like, yeah, I never had, I haven't had like a really bad dates in the city on the first date. I think a lot of the bad comes like if you did, if you wanted to just go grab drinks, that's fine. I think there's expectations you could set, but like then like if you're conscientious with how to use the apps, then you can avoid like just being ghosted after a first date because I think you can like be more selective. And I think it works both ways in terms of like guys being bad people over apps and girls being like more willing to just go on dates for the Like the one date Through the app And then like just Like pushing it to the side So I think it's just like From my perspective I think it's a good way To go on dates But I think it's just like Again You just have to be like Understanding of both sides Of the equation
2: Yeah Yeah I think that's interesting To bring up kind of The etiquette of it all Even starting from the beginning Because When we started this podcast I was really concerned That what I was doing Was wrong And I know a lot of it Has to do with the fact That I was broadcasting it But again The dates are super anonymous We talked about everyone Very nicely Um we actually had no one upset with the way I described them. Um, some people just didn't want to like hear about me dating other people, and yeah, that's next level. But even the the other stuff, like, we get questions and concerns, and I get it. I've been in the same like boat of like wondering why you know you see someone still on an app after a few dates, and that's just like part of the game of dating now. I shouldn't even say game, but it just feels like if you're gonna do apps, you have to be okay with the fact that like it's gonna be like the other person you're dating is probably dating a lot of people. Which is kind of nice in New York, because that was always this weird assumption we were all supposed to operate under anyways. Like, from since I went, remember moving there, like, this person is dating a whole bunch of other people, before apps even. Like, it just felt like people didn't commit in New York. It took a lot longer. People were out all the time. Like, so at least in the apps, it's like, okay, we're both on these meeting, not just each other. Um, I don't know. It's just interesting to think about and to set, like, an expectation bar.
3: And I don't think what. that is necessarily bad, okay, right? Because, like... I think it's almost like full hearted to go into an app and like fall in love with one person, not necessarily fall in love, but like put all your effort into one person and then assume that's going to work out. And then like, next thing you know, you're like playing catch up and you're not going on dates for two weeks because you're trying to find like the next person. Like I don't think using apps is bad. I think you just need to be it's like transparency and just being honest in terms of just like, yeah, I mean, we met on an app. So like, I'm sure you're going to meet other people on an app and I don't expect you because you went on one date or two dates to just like, cut off and like now we're together that's not a thing that's not how that works yeah (laughs) and I think
1: there can be like a really positive side to that which is that like two people do have to be intentional about like choosing to stop seeing other people you know like I think that that forces people to be kind of like again this is like in a vacuum obviously a lot of times it doesn't go down this way but in theory I think it can force people to like communicate a little bit more openly about their feelings maybe like a little bit sooner than they would because there is the assumption that everyone's dating multiple people and
3: It's like the light switch of exclusivity. Yeah,
1: totally. Exactly. Of mm-hmm. like, okay, stop. Like, do we want do you want this? Do I want this? Yeah. Pop, 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 pop. That double mm-hmm. that double in or whatever, like networking emails. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also just like and and Kenny did go on a date this week and we are gonna hear about that in a little bit. I we, sure so we should have said that. But you did date number one? Date number one. Kenny number one. Kenny underscore one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna figure right. it out. We'll keep we'll keep a list. We'll keep it. We'll keep track. Yeah. Um, but uh, just like, what do you see when you're when you're doing this updating? What is it you're looking for? Like, what do you see for yourself? What do you really want? Like at this stage in life, where I think obviously, like at twenty six, you can choose to. Like, it's totally legit to be, like, I'm just dating, having fun, nothing too serious. Or to be, like, I'm looking for my wife. You know, it obviously doesn't no, be I mean, either that's, of those. No, I that's a
3: fair question. I think it's, like, a little bit of a balance of both. So, like, to set the stage, I uh, use Hinge, which I think is a pretty good app. I think it forces people to match with each other. It gives you a chance to say yes or no, whatever. So, if you see me on Hinge, match with me and, like, let's figure it out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think it's a, a good app in the sense that it it, it provides pictures. You get to write blurbs that aren't just like a weird bio that's like feels very forced and like lists your education, like lists your age. I don't know. It feels like there's a lot of information there to digest versus like Tinder being like robots and people trying to, I don't know. It just feels like maybe a little bit more sophisticated and like provides a little insight from from the get-go. But I mean, as I go through, I think it's it's flexible. I've gone on, on dates with people who are just out of school, like within their first year, and I've gone on dates with people who are 28 and I'm 26 and I... I think it just depends on what you're looking for i think sometimes you know, i want to date for fun and then sometimes after those kind of like go by and you like you look for something more serious and try to settle down i think i'm 26 i've been in new york for about 12 months again so like i don't necessarily want to get married but like there is a a desire i think in everybody's mind to like want a date but also in that process try to find someone that you continuously see so from from my perspective it's like pretty balanced i think the only way, again, to, like, go through it is to just be, like, relatively selective. I look at, like, education is one of the first things that I look at. I look at height because I'm 5'8", <laughs> I'm so I'm not the tallest guy. So, like, sometimes, like, if someone's just, like, clearly going to be, like, you're shorter than me, like, I'm not going to go at it with you, then, like, probably, like, overreading the situation. But, I like, that's something that I consider. And then it's just, like, I try to give some value to, like, creativity in terms of just, like, it's really easy to pick the picture of, like, the girl who's the hottest thing that you have seen and, like the five people that you just looked at, but like, I think that is limited in scope and like probably not going to go anywhere. So I take a pretty holistic view, but like, also I think it's just like, you can't really take it that seriously because like part of dating should be fun and you should enjoy it. And so like, to like think of every single person you see as your future wife isn't healthy.
1: Totally. Totally. Do you have like a type, like not just physically, but like, personality wise like even like job wise or like something that you, you tend to be like a some kind of theme and i lean to like. the
3: creative it's probably a function of like without it getting weird like being surrounded like kimmy is super creative like her friends are super creative i think it's like a function of like that's a world that i'm not a part of i'm in finance finance is boring let's not talk about finance but like if you're in some creative <laughs> role then like that's so different from what i do so i don't feel like i'm like bringing work into social yeah so like from my perspective like if you're not doing what i'm doing that's cool but like also like any kind of interest in the like pop culture arts like just something that isn't like yeah i like you know eating tacos and going skiing it's like so does everybody yeah (laughs) so like finding a unique way to like and not that those things are bad but just like finding a unique way to like put show that you have like a a different perspective or like I mean, our interest like, something that's, like, a little bit different is cool.
1: Nice. Okay. Yeah.
2: And then in terms of, like, so I went on this journey. <laughs> so dramatic. I, like, was trying to break some bad habits, like, trying to do more dating. But you've been doing a bunch of dating in New York, Kenny. So, like, where do you see, like, coming on and debriefing with us? You can just be, like, I'm literally just doing you a favor. Or, like, what do you think, like, is it to hold yourself accountable? We just did, like, a how to plan your own dating Project uh for our listeners and like how did you like even when you first started going on more dates in new york How did you get yourself to like do it because it's awkward. It's scary. It's not always a great time
3: Yeah, I think it was like just part of coming to new york. I felt like it was an opportunity to I don't know. I'm not always the most outward facing person like I am I would consider myself an introvert in terms of like I could turn it on but I also need to shut it down and like be by myself or like just debrief and like just like chill Um, Mm -hmm. but like being in New York, I was like, this is something I'm, I moved up here. I was 25. Like, this is something I need to start thinking about taking more seriously. It's like part of like just maturing as a human being and like putting myself out there and doing it. And like, as I think about what that translates to like this podcast and how I can leverage this, it's like, I don't talk to my roommates about dating. Hmm. I'll ask them Mm -hmm. for like recommendations. If I'm going to a part of town that I've never been in, but like one is in a serious relationship. One is gay and then one doesn't date. So it's like a lot of people like that have been around and known each other forever have very different perspectives that it should be leveraging, but at the same time, it just like doesn't come up. So like it's like an eclectic group of people that I could easily talk to, but like it just hasn't happened and I don't feel like I necessarily want to force it. So like this is a cool way to to do it.
1: Cool. Ugh, that is just like such a huge gender difference. I think like if I live with three women and I came home from a date, it would get talked about for at least an hour.
3: Yeah, I come home from dates yeah. and people are either <laughs> asleep or just like I just don't like feel like compelled to. It's kind mm. of weird.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I talk about this all the time on the podcast, but like we're kind of taught to express our feelings verbally, sure. and men are kind of encouraged not mm. to, <laughs> yeah. which is dumb. And in case anyone's yeah. l- one looking for my hot take on <laughs> on that, I think <laughs> no, it's, it's a bad. Problem. Wow, um, cool. Yeah, do we want to jump into date number? One, should we talk about Kenny's profile? You don't have to like show it to us, but oh,
2: just like yeah. real briefly, like what are totally. you putting out there on Hinge?
3: Uh, sure. Um, I don't have it in front of me, so this is coming from mine. Uh, I think my first picture, I think was from the wedding that we went to. So I'm like in a blazer with a tie. Good. It's a yeah, nice we picture. We had a, a
2: family wedding where we had a photo shoot with the, ourselves. Oh my and, god! Um, <laughs> got some good pics.
3: Um, I have like a couple other like. I mean, most of my pics are, like, pretty professional. I have a picture, like, of us at the well from, like, that family event that we had. And then I have some, like, a picture of me from the Grand Canyon. I don't know. They're, like, I think they're fairly, like, classy in terms of just, like, not having a picture of me in front of a mirror being, like, what's up, dude? Like, shirt off. Yeah, doing no, all like, that nonsense. shirtless mirror so, like, <laughs> I'm pretty good in that regard. Um, I think, so there's three prompts. Um, one of them was, what do you want to be when you grow up? Or, like, what did you want to be when you grew up? And I think I said, I think mine's Rock and Roll Drummer, which I think is indicative of my interest in music. And then, like, one of them, I, I'm pretending like I don't know what they are. I know exactly what they all are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one of them is, like, if, if loving this is wrong, then I don't want to be right. And I put Bowling because I think Bowling just gets a bad rap. But Bowling is incredibly fun. Yeah. <laughs> you
2: love Bowling. So yeah. That's genuine. And then I, I think also the a other day, one.
3: Yeah, for sure. I'm totally into that. Um, and the other one was, like, Simple Pleasures, and I think I had, um, it was, like, Mexican food, live music, and shenanigans. So, like, just keeping it light. And I are like, because there's a lot of ways to play it that are just, like, really fake and, like, really forced. And so, like, I just, like, tried to be as, like, brief as possible and just keep it open because you never know, like, who you're going to run into. Yeah. But.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I think you it's not good just- to, like... I don't know. Sometimes when I've looked at profiles and I see like ones that are super like overwritten,
3: don't don't do that. Yeah, like, that's just super like, intense. Like <laughs> just, that's not the point. Like
1: totally. Or like just people trying so hard to be like witty, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. witty comment, witty comment, witty comment like, on <laughs> everything. I'm just like, you already are making me feel tired. Yeah, like. So. Although that's probably what I would do if I were writing it, I'd way overthink it.
3: If I'd <laughs> it's it. So like, also, yeah, like I like pretend like those are like very casual, but I was like, oh god, there's like 25 questions here. Which one am I gonna pick? How am I gonna answer that question? No, 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 that's yeah. not. Right.
2: <laughs> no, that those are intimidating. They're very helpful on Hinge, but like I also kept mine simple always. I still have a Hinge because <laughs> I keep getting emails about setting me up with people. Maybe that's an ethic that I should turn that off now. Um, but I know yeah. I still get your Bumble alerts. Oh, funny. I don't get alerts for any of these, which is why I've forgotten to delete them. But, like, also I feel like it's good, like, I'm
1: in this field. We're all in this field. Yeah, and, like, I think it can be instructive to, like, look at or whatever. I think the Bumble, all the Bumble alerts are like, Kimmy, we miss you so much. Or, like, Kimmy, these great people are out there. I just have to give it a shot. Like, I kind of, like, I haven't turned off the alerts because I think they're funny.
2: They are. Like. We were, like, talking about some sort of, ugh, like, organizational behavior thing where it's like uh using the compliments first or something and someone was like i just got a notification from bumble telling me that like i look great like it was literally whatever yes. the, like give the like get them on your side look
1: totally finals
2: are over i don't remember what it's called but yeah i'm anyway. trying to swipe
1: down and see if i happen to get one like in the next couple of days that i can read because they're really silly and i get them a lot yeah.
3: uh, i am actually notifications off same because I think otherwise it's like they keep popping up and it's distracting. I think like I dating agree. should be like auxiliary to your day to day, and I think it can be like intrusive if you like leave notifications on and it's just like this person likes you, this person likes you, this person's like a I have a job. Oh, sorry, oh,
1: popular, <laughs> yeah, it's like a little bit. Someone's Too much. popular, no, yes, <laughs> an oh alert. Course. I just, yeah, don't.
3: sorry, there's just millions of people that live in the city, so for <laughs> like a couple of people to come in here they there, like I don't know if I'm necessarily winning, but. <laughs>
1: I mean, I think it's still, you know, chip worthy, you know,
2: Kenny, what's your age preference? What's your what's your age range?
3: It's a good question. I don't think I go any lower than 22. I definitely don't go any lower than 22 because if you can't get a drink with me on a date, then we (laughs) shouldn't be we shouldn't be hanging out. Um, And then I don't know. I probably go up to 30. I think that's fair, like four years above where I'm at. Yeah,
1: that feels like a good range.
3: I don't know.
2: Yeah. Wait my friend is dating someone four years younger than her three and a half or four I
3: I, I think also like
2: and then I I think she's her sister is too because her older sister I just found out is dating someone Kenny I'll tell you after the pod from our high school (laughs) weird weird anything ties back to our high school
3: it's just like no thank you (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's it's just like a full
2: I was like is that guy that guy like I saw I follow her sister on Instagram and I was like is that who I think it is and I texted and I was like oh my god it is wild Wow. Okay, anyway. Dating, I've had, uh, but I just think I've seen a lot of, like, older women dating younger men working out of late, so just a thought. Um, Yeah.
3: I think there is something that comes with age, and I think it's probably maturity-related as well as, like, if (laughs) (laughs) if you've lived in a city and gone through, like, some hardships of just, like, being human, especially in New York, like, that's, like, having something to relate to is typically advantageous, so... (laughs)
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, lots of truth in there, right? Um, oh, are there things that you've never done dating before that you are curious about trying? Like going on a bowling date or activity first date? Or, I like, always what feel can we, weird like, think about
3: asking to do activities on a first date. I feel like, and you guys answer this, like if a guy were to ask you, never hung out with them before, like, To do an activity, say it's bowling. I don't know if that's a great example because you've I've bowled with both of you before. (laughs) But like, say it's like to like go to a concert that a band that you've never heard of before. Like, you just like, what is the reaction? Does it depend on what it is? Yeah, I
1: think so. Because a band, like, definitely not because you can't talk. But I would love, like, I think I would really respond well to a guy being like, "Hey, like, I'm just super tired of bars. Like, do you want to meet and like." go for a walk in Central Park and like get a coffee and like that would be appealing to me just because it's different and like if there's nothing else to talk about you can talk about yeah the shit around you or the bowling or the whatever (laughs) but I think it does super depend on the activity and definitely not like a sit and watch activity or like stand and watch activity like a concert like I would be like not into a concert not into obviously like a movie dancing is
2: awkward I remember my first date at a concert like that was a date like as an adult in new york i was like nervous and i had been on many dates with the person prior like i was just like how am i gonna dance to this like indie band (laughs) punkish in like in front of you like i don't know you well enough for that yet so i I don't think that's always the case i think other concerts can happen sooner but i just remember being like so super nervous being like i haven't i haven't been to a concert date like maybe ever or since yeah
3: Poor, poor example. But like, I guess the concept stands. Oh my
1: god, Kenny, come up with better examples.
3: (laughs) All right, guys. (laughs) This is fun. I'll see you guys later.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fucking fire! We didn't even talk about the first day. No, it is hard to think of the activities that would be appropriate, though. Like, I feel like Kimmy and I have talked about it a lot on this podcast and asked a lot of people like for advice, and Mm -hmm. no one's been able to come up with like super good suggestions. It's hard to figure out a good activity.
2: Because you say walk in the park with coffee. I'm like, cool, must be broke. Which is a terrible thing to assume. I shouldn't, but I do. Um, But it's okay. You're in finance, Kenny. So you should be fine. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No. And again, no shade to anyone because I'm very broke right now. I just discovered. I'm just in student debt. That's all I have. That's all (laughs) I am. I have an education. Um, Okay. (laughs) Uh, But... I don't know. I feel like, you know, stand-up comedy, uh, th- another sit-and-watch, not great, could get... He- like, what do you do? What do you do? Dinner. Some people are averse to a dinner because you're, like, trapped in there. I guess a daytime coffee date, like, at a place can be good. Or, like, I feel like Kenny's you can, shaking his head.
3: No, I mean, like, I think it's just hard to get people to commit daytime hours. Like, the, the whole <laughs> thing is, like, people typically, especially if most people have jobs... You're not going to be doing daytime coffee drinks during the week. Like, that's hard to do. But, like, like,
1: on a Sunday or something? Yeah, I
3: mean, Sundays are typically when, like, I don't know. I feel like weekends are, like, precious hours in terms of dating. Especially because, like, people have plans. They want to be able to do whatever they want. So, like, it is hard to think about. So, it's something that I'll continue to give thought. I
1: feel like you could propose, like, this is, let's go to this bar. Like, I love it. Like, they have darts. Like, if you want to play darts. Like, Like, a bar with, like, a thing to do. Yeah, for sure. But even then, yeah. it's like, you're still going to sit at the bar and talk for a while, and it's going to be weird to be like, so do you want to play darts now? <laughs> like, that's also... Well, like, I had a
2: first date at Gutter, remember? Yeah. It was not It was not the one that we set up at Gutter. I had a different one there. Yeah. And we didn't get called in time to bowl, so we didn't bowl. Gutter is a bowling alley in Brooklyn, for our listeners. and But we did... He wanted to play an activity so badly, I don't think he was even going to get a beer. And I was like, I will get a beer. It's a Saturday afternoon. Um, and then... We played, like, that little table hockey thing, and I beat him.
1: That's fun. Gutter's a good place for it, too, because, like, they call your number. Like, you almost always have to wait to bowl. So it's not—there isn't a weird transitional moment where you're like, well, this conversation's boring me, so let's go bowl now. And I mean, not really, but you know what I mean. But you're a gutter. Like, they call your number, and you have to go.
2: I almost feel like he, like, knew from some experience that, like, activity dates are fun for for a date. Because he wanted to play sports so hard. This was like date ten or something. This was a little, like really a long time ago. Yeah. But I just remember I was like, oh, I'm more of like the I can sit and drink forever and like just chat. Like I love that. So I was more like, oh, you have to stand up and I have to play a game in front of you. I don't know. Games are hit or miss with people. Some people don't like games.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We gotta we gotta I think a like a someone told us about a first date where they say people, went to a karaoke place. Send them in. Yeah, send in yeah. the Send them in. Who send did your, Yoko, somebody did? Kara, maybe? Oh wow. Yeah. That's impressive. I mean that's <laughs> a horror. Like, that's like <laughs> that's
2: that's like I I can't I can't think of a more horrifying first date. If
1: anyone, anyone ever yeah. pitched that to me, I would just be like block, delete, change my phone number, like move mm-hmm. to a different state.
0: This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. Talk to your local agent today. Um, okay. I think we should talk about... Kenny's
1: date date number one. is Drum roll. Date number one. New dater
2: number one. And date number one of that new dater. So, do you have a tax cap confession? I do not. Let's have you do one right now. First impressions, just in like two seconds. So just like
3: freestyle? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean thinking about it, preliminary thoughts were this was a, a, a 22 year old. So again, like coming back to that age thing that we were talking about earlier, I couldn't tell if there was a, a disconnect in terms of just age or like a little bit of nervousness that just comes with any kind of date in terms of just like maintaining conversation. But ultimately just, I had a lot of fun. I was at my favorite bar. We had more than one drink, which is usually indicative of people having a good time. And ultimately, um, yeah, I mean, it was, it, was, it was good from my perspective, and I enjoyed it, so like, I have nothing bad to say.
2: Excellent. Um, for those of you just joining us, our Taxi Cab Confessions are our homage to late-night HBO television, but really just um, first impressions that I never really actually recorded after the day. I tried to, but sometimes I couldn't, so Kenny will do those in the future. Mm hmm. <laughs> older sister telling you what to do. I you Ill. just gave
1: such scary older sister side eye. I mean, no. I know it well. I also have an older sister when she's. Singing. I'm just kidding. I'm I just tired. I'm I sued it. Oh my God, that was funny. Um, okay, it? cool. So um, you met her on an, an app on Hinge. Yes. You Do you remember, like, obviously, this is probably a long time ago, but not a long time ago, but like, you're doing a lot of hinging. But do you remember what you liked about her profile with I what stood think, out to you?
3: Yeah, I think with a. Uh, maybe this will give her if I don't know if they listen to this whatever but I think like it was like her favorite band in middle school was Led Zeppelin and I was, like that was fucking cool like that is different like yeah. Led Zeppelin's been a part of my life like that's fucking cool so like I was just like that's different I'm willing to give this a shot so that was what I liked
1: all right cool mm-hmm.
2: and
3: that's what I physically hit like on
2: oh nice yeah. okay cool oh so. yeah because Liza did you ever go on my hinge much I don't think I did. Okay, and not all of our listeners use Hinge. So I'll just remind people how it works. So can you describe questions they ask you? But it's not just like a profile. They have pictures and then the those questions and answers. And you can like, rather than just like them generally, you like either one particular photo or their answer to a question. And they actually prompt you that you could comment back a question. Mm-hmm. So it's like much more user-friendly than just like, I don't know, pizza or tacos, which I know is the line we tell you to use on Bumble. <laughs> but like, just truly like... Yeah, I feel like it's just easier to start a conversation because it's like, oh, cool, was that in Iceland or something? If it's a picture of them by a waterfall, yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, it seems like that makes so much more sense to me in terms of
2: like
1: engaging with humans.
2: Yeah, I also on my hinge like I had one photo that was for my friend Ariel's wedding where I was like in this like tight dress, and when people like that, one, I started to think like, huh. It was very much me trying to put my body out there. Sorry, Kenny, you're my brother. But when people would like that one, I was like,
3: hmm. Well, that's, like, Versus something people- that I read into. It's, like, do you want to like someone's picture? and it's like, Or do you want to, like, like something that they spent, like, time or, like, energy, like, thinking about a creative answer to? I think it comes down to, like, I don't like one's right and one's wrong. But I think there are ways to play it. And I think it's this stupid mental game where, like, Kimmy's thought exists from a girl's perspective. That same thought exists from a guy's perspective. And it's just, like, yep. a bunch of nonsense. But at the end of the day, like just comes down to connecting and i think like coming back to the date like i think this is a theme about how i use the app in general is just like we exchanged like four messages and i was just like here's my number text me if you want to like just grab a drink sometime because i think chatting on dating apps sucks it's stupid it's forced it's unnecessary like let's just hang out in person yeah because it's, it's like a nightmare Great.
2: We are an anti-chatting on dating apps podcast. I'm just going to go ahead and declare it.
1: Totally. Are you cool with that, Liza? Oh, definitely. And anti-chatting too much via text once you've moved to text. Like, just go on the date.
3: Or just, yeah, exactly. And, like, like, I just... Yeah, we're
2: anti-texting back and forth forever. And that is a shout-out to my favorite Cards Against Humanity card, pooping back and forth. (laughs) (laughs) Just, you know, so I can continue saying dumb things
1: today. Guys, I applied Um, to be a Cards Against Humanity freelance writer they have not called oh. me but it was the most my fun god. i've ever had doing an application i honestly
3: think that might be like potentially the most fun company to work for like they bought an island oh my god off of really? off of maine and called it hawaii too, because it's off the mainland
1: oh my god <laughs> and
3: i'm just like that's so creative and so funny and like what and what like, do you mean
1: weird and bizarre <laughs> their whole and application bit. process was so fun and so funny like they found, and like i just i literally was like i don't even care if this doesn't go anywhere but i so want cool. to write like you just have to write like 15 white cards and five black cards that's and i hilarious. had the yeah. most fun Perfect. ever <laughs> wait well, yeah, i want to see her Liza. i feel like you'd be really good at that because you're gonna jokes it was fun you know? i'll of them to you it was okay like uh, the black cards were way harder for me than the white cards
3: i think that makes sense though because it's like setting up a, a like witty response yeah like, i think that's like definitely yeah. harder in terms of like the way i think about it i don't know but, like, actually... I just fun. realized, like, I never play that game anymore. But, like, when that game was popular, so much fun.
1: It's... Like, so uh, much fun. The best thing. On my birthday weekend this year, we played through, like, the entire... Like, I think we played for, like, three hours. It was a, a, the longest mm-hmm. game, of course, and it was, like, ten people. Like, yeah. it was the... It was you very intense. a
3: solid mass of people because, like, then you honestly can't tell who's throwing in the cards
1: totally it's only fun if it's like more than five people i think five is like the lowest level
3: although i think i had some of the most fun with like playing with our family kimmy like we were just yeah, that was... drunk after christmas after drinking who knows what for the entire day and then just like mom and dad would just be throwing in hail makers just like haymakers, makers just yeah. like being the funniest people i've ever seen and like i was like I thought I was funny. Like,
2: yeah, my mom kept putting in like the raunchiest (laughs) ones. I was like, "Excuse me," (laughs) just we were like totally crying laughing. I remember that Christmas too. That's hilarious. Um, it's it's a good game. Well, I want Liza to get that job.
1: I want you to get that job. So keep us updated. I mean, yeah, it's like an hour of work a week, and it's like. Twenty five bucks an hour. It's like it's not even like a real <laughs> thing. I was just like, please God. <laughs>
2: but can you imagine having that on your like other section on your resume, like re- like like fun facts about you? or something. I mean, literally, I'm in, like, like resume mode.
1: I would put that at the top of my resume. Yeah. I would yeah. like. I don't even care. I would fucking. Bra- I would talk about that. It would just <laughs> be bragging rights.
2: <laughs> yeah, in your experience, because it is. It's actually a job. Yep.
1: Yeah. Um. Uh. Anyway, enough about me and my hashtag dreams. Um. Okay, so this girl, you give her your number on the app, date number one. She texts you.
3: Yeah, I think that's a fair request, right? Like, I've clearly indicated that I'm interested. I'm leaving it up to you to decide whether you want to go on a date. If you text me, I feel like that means there's a solidification of interest.
1: Totally, and I think that's a great move for a guy to be like... Look, I'm making the first move in that I'm offering up my number, but you should
3: Yeah, it's give like me a it's like opening back. the door, but, like, leaving it open and stepping away, right? Because then it's mm-hmm. like, feel free to come in if you want, don't, yeah. if you don't. But, like, I'm, yeah, indicating that I want to hang out. Let's yeah. just hang out. And if you want to do it, and, like, that's fine. If you don't, also totally fine. Totally. So.
1: so when she texted you, what did she say? Like, what's, you know, just like, hey, it's
3: yeah i think it, it transpires in terms of like hey what's up this is insert name here like hey I'm so happy you texted me like are you and then i just jumped to are you around like i wasn't around that week but like i'm not around this week like my work schedule is hectic whatever are you around like next thursday to grab a drink yes how do you feel like what part of town works best for you anything on crazy. the east side how do you feel about this place fine and then it just like Right. Yeah, so I, I like, I try to, I think there's a weird balance between obviously guys making the decision, but also like being flexible in terms of just like leaving the door open like if I was going to date or match with someone who's in Brooklyn, I wouldn't just be like, you have to come to the city. We're going to this bar, blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, I mean like if that's easier for you, I'll find my way out there and we'll make it work.
1: But. Yeah.
2: It's very nice of you. Brooklyn totally. people really appreciate it when people, as a former Brooklyn person... <laughs> really appreciate it when people come out to their neighborhood for
3: dates. Well, like I I it, it works like across the city, right? Like, I mean, I it's feel e- like <laughs> it's harder to go east to west. Like, sometimes living in the East Village and be like, "Can you come to the West Village?" I'm like, "That's an Uber." Like, I'm paying yeah. for. Like, you know what I mean? But like, yeah, sure. Like, yeah. I'm not going to say no.
1: See, it's funny because I feel like that. I feel that way about people coming to my neighborhood because literally all of my friends live in Brooklyn or Queens. Yeah, I have like two friends who live in Manhattan, so anytime anyone comes to my neighborhood it's like a thing yeah, it's like an event sure. like i'm like oh my yeah. god it's so nice of you to come to fucking the air the shitty bar across the street from my house that i like to drink <laughs> like um
2: so what what non-shitty bar did you take your date to kenny uh
3: my local lost lady which is in alphabet city i think it's a nice mix between offering cocktails offering a casual environment and like Letting me drink shitty light beer like Miller High Life's if I want to. And so, like, I don't know, Kim, you've been there. I think it's a good scene. The music is yeah. good, like, bartending. I mean, the bar setup's nice. It's just like, I don't like picking over pretentious places because then I think it's like, you deal with a fine line between them, like, or like, between like bringing someone, someone fair, like, bringing someone somewhere fancy and ultimately, like, making a bad impression or like seeming like you're just trying to spend a lot of money. And, like, I don't know. It's just like it was a very casual environment. I go all the time. I go there all the time. I know what the vibe's like. So I was like, I know it's going to be fun. You should come check it out, too. If I like it and we have fun, that means you like it as well. And that ultimately means it's like another connection point. So,
2: um, I actually have talked about The Lost Lady on... Uh, the date we had my date on it was a setup. Billy was the date we went to Lost Lady oh. and I was really excited about it I obviously gave it 5 out of 5 dicks um sorry Kenny <laughs> we're not changing that despite your yeah, gender yeah no that's um, fine um or like 4 out of 5 and he felt less strongly about it because of how far from the train it was and how loud it was so what are your thoughts on those points
3: I don't think it's that- not
2: to shame you no
3: no no I yeah I mean it's not the closest thing. I think the closest train stop is the L on First, so it's a couple yeah, blocks from there. It's
2: a, it's a hall.
3: Yeah, for sure. And it can be a little bit loud. It depends on what kind of, what time you go there and what day. And I also think it depends on what kind of mood you're in. Like I've been there when it's been really loud and like had a blast. Like we were yelling in each other's faces and like just like it ended up being sounds of fun. But I've also been there on a Thursday when it's dead and just had an equal amount of fun. And so like. I think it's just a good venue in terms of like, just offering an environment that's like fairly open. There's open space. The drinks are good. If you want something frozen, they have frozen fun stuff and like I don't know. I'm, I'm no, I agree.
2: It. I agree. I took my date there too. Lols, Fosket date spot. <laughs> um, yes, I yes. thought I'd been there,
1: but I just looked on at pictures. And I've we might start
2: encouraging you to go to new date places, though, Kenny.
3: Well, I, we'll help yeah, you. no, I get that. And I, I am a creature of habit. And I think that's probably a function of our family, but also a function of just like, if you're in this city and there's so many good places and I, I have a hard time just finding like risking not going to a good place when I know that mm-hmm. like this place is great, but I totally agree.
1: Yeah. I
2: feel and That can too, be a function like, of this whole yeah, process. Yeah. We'll help you pick places out though too. Um, it's harder because I think a lot of times my, just because of gender stereotypes, a lot of my dates were like, there's no reason that you couldn't ask a girl, like, what's your favorite bar? And she could tell you, but a lot of my dates would like kind of propose a place they really liked. Um,
3: that's what I said. I I like to leave it open. So I got to go to new places. And like, in terms of like what neighborhood works for you or like, whatever, if it's a neighborhood that I don't know, like I've also recently gone on a date in the Upper East Side. I know next to nothing about the Upper East Side. Like it was like foreign territory for me. I was like 80 something street. That is so far away. Yeah, I don't know where that is. What's good? I have no idea what's happening. But I was like. Yeah,
2: listeners. Kenny's already gone, out, gone on dates one and two. Do you hear that? Commitment. Commitment. A plus commitment.
3: Um, but I ultimately was like, I'm happy to pick a place. But like, if you have something in mind, like, yeah, toss it up. Because like, if you know a place that's good, like, let's go there. That's yeah. helpful for me. And I think it also facilitates like as a girl or as a woman, like you're going to go to a place that you feel comfortable. And like, that's also cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Like,
1: cool. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. on the date cool. itself what was the general vibe like was conversation fairly easy what did you guys talk about like what yeah was the, what I've, was
3: the i think i ran into like a little bit of a harder conversation just because there was a little bit of an age gap and like, i think ultimately it fared out like so i like to think of it as like these rolling hills like where sometimes it was really easy sometimes it was a little bit more forceful but like ultimately i ended up like on the high end of the spectrum because i like had a lot of fun but it was like the the classic issue of dating people that are like just out of school it's just like there's fewer things to relate about like i haven't been in school for four years yeah or like five years so it's like i have all well, these other experiences in between now and then like and school is like just less poignant in my mind so like that's not something i really think about on a regular basis and like getting like being in your first job isn't something that i think about but like ultimately like i don't know i find i find ways to or i try to find ways and i'm probably giving myself too much credit to just like tailor conversation to like what they're talking to like i feel like i'm okay at like switching beat and like if you want to talk about this yeah let's just talk about that like regardless of like whether i find it super interesting whatever like the whole point is just like develop a dialogue and just like hang out so like i don't know we talked about work we talked about just like living in the city and like being new in the city because i guess like Regardless, even if they're twenty-two, like I've only been in the city for a year, so like that's something that's relatable, and like it just like spun out from there. I thought it was like ultimately again, like I had a lot of fun. Like we have hung out more than once, but like at the same time, it's just like there is a weird thing that I at least consider in my mind, and I'm probably overemphasizing it, but the age gap is just like again, it wasn't like I, I just couldn't tell if it was like a disconnect in terms of the age or just like just nervousness around dating and it could be a function of both but it could be neither at the same time so
1: yeah totally. i don't
3: want to like read too much into it because i think yeah, it's, it's also something a that, of like energy
1: totally and it'll play out as it plays out like you'll you'll exactly. know that eventually yeah, because for sure. yeah do you have any particular like first date conversation pet peeves or like things where you're like i just don't want to fucking talk about this you know
3: I steer away from talking about my work immediately. My go-to is I work in the wonderful world of world of finance that nobody likes to talk about. And that usually dies then like right then and there, because I like, I don't want to talk about the things that I do on a daily basis that are like cumbersome not necessarily or like time intensive and like suck the energy out of me. I want like to be on a date and have fun and talk about the things that are more like hearted. So like, I think like steering away from work conversations and I think that works both ways is like. That's really the only thing that I don't enjoy talking about. I think otherwise.
2: It's very interesting because I really liked when people would ask me about what I did for work, even though I didn't always know how to answer it. But when they'd like get curious about more specifics about it.
3: Yeah. No, I guess that's fair. I don't like talking about what I do. What I do is lame and boring from like the outside perspective.
2: But no, not to me as one who's in business school right now, just trying to figure out how to make money and do these things. It's not
1: boring Yeah I don't think time. it's boring either Because it's so foreign to me Where I'm like I get fascinated Because it literally is like A world I know So little about Yeah
3: so potentially bad on me But No 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 But, like, but, this but maybe very... But maybe Like being open minded Like yeah Steering away from that Like might prevent you From asking questions that, Like you want to ask um, I will take that back though And I like If somebody does something Different and interesting Yeah I will totally Ask about that Like if I don't know Anything yeah. about what you're doing Like for sure but I just try to make it less about like, what do you do every day versus like, what do you enjoy about what you do or like, what do you find exciting about it. And, like,
2: mm-hmm.
3: I don't know. That's really the only thing I think work on dates can just be like a little bit cumbersome. But other than that, I think it doesn't really matter. Talk about whatever. Whatever's fun, whatever is flowing. I think it's like again, like I set all these expectations on date, but like I have the most fun when it's super casual and like it just goes. Yeah, yeah. It's so, like it's whatever.
2: What was anything weird or unexpected happen? Not like your date, but like in the bar, like set the scene for us.
3: <laughs> well, I want to set the scene. First of all, dating in New York City in the summer is goddamn fucking worse because it's so hot and so humid. And then like adding any kind of anxiety into the mix. And next thing you know, I'm sweating oh, profusely. Yeah. And like <laughs> we sat, I was like originally sat in the corner and like I start sweating more and like I can see that she's kind of sweating and we're just like are you really hot? Like, are we both sweating right now? And it's because like, there's a fan, but it, like, unless you're sitting on the front side of the bar, it's like shaped like an L you don't catch it. So like we did go through that moment where we're like, we need to move because it's like way too hot and way too sweaty. But like, I think other than that, like nothing really else like to complain about.
2: Well, I like that, though, because it's, like, a fun little bonding moment uh, wherein you're talking about the weather, but you're not just, like, talking about the weather. You're both, like, yeah, fuck, hot, okay.
3: Like, literally, literally, like, I'm sweating. Are you sweating? I'm sweating. You're sweating. Let's go.
1: Yeah, it's also great to just, like, acknowledge that thing that's happening.
3: Yeah, because otherwise, like, I feel uncomfortable because, like, I just run hot. Like, it could be, like, December and I'm probably still a little bit warm. Um, But, like, to also be, like, I'm not the only, like, I, I was just, like, I'm probably just nervous, and I'm sweating because I'm nervous. And then yeah. I like, just see somebody else be like, "No, it's hot." Like that was like,
1: yeah, <sighs> yeah,
3: like weight off the shoulders, like good to go.
1: Totally, cool. All right, so like, cut to the end of the day. Do you always assume you're going to pay? Like the whole who pays topic has been a big thing that we we've visited and revisited. I always offer. Yeah. And then like, if she offers to split, what's your move then?
3: Sure. I think it's fair. I just like, I think it's really weird if I'm like, no, 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 no. You can't do that. It's like, I'll offer if you want to split it. Sure. Like, I don't know. Especially like, I I just like, don't, I try not to make a huge issue of it because I think it just like, should be a whole ordeal. If I'm saying the wrong things, let me know. But like, at the same time, I'm just like, if you want to split it, we can split it.
2: It's good. And you're also younger than us. Like, we have this this old... Lies and I keep coming back to this old school sensibility where, like, we can talk about it and be like, of course that should be fine. But I'm like, oh, no, no, no. It's always a really good mood if
1: the dude pays for me. Yeah.
2: Because sometimes I offer, like, an asshole when I don't actually mean it.
1: <laughs> well, I feel like it's this weird thing where I always felt like I should offer once, but I would I would be happy when the dude, like, insisted. If it was
3: expensive, but, then I would be like... Yes, like yeah, I will get this
1: totally. But the other, the flip side of it is that I always did feel uncomfortable when it became a whole thing, like when it became Mm -hmm. a like, well, no, but like what, like, I, I always liked when it was like, oh, let me, and they were like, no, I got it, and I was like, are you sure? Yeah, like done, yeah, like I just enjoyed that. But then there were times when it did become like a whole goddamn thing, and then like it's just uncomfortable
3: yeah like i've had girls like pull out their car and be like no we're splitting this and i'm like yeah we are because you just said that and like you mm-hmm. are making action
1: yeah like, yeah like I if
3: i'm gonna be like are you sure i'd be like totally fine like if i were to be like yeah i got this don't worry and they're like are you sure then i'd be like yes totally no question got it yeah i think if there's like a physical action to like go and pay like someone's committed to like paying a little bit then
1: yeah yeah yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think that's totally Doesn't fair. And hurt. I, I also think that, like, you know, I think it's fair that people split first dates. I think it's like a social agreement we should yeah. all be moving in the direction of is splitting first dates, you know? Yeah. I just, yeah, no, I as know. long
3: as that's not a thing, because if it becomes a thing, then I feel extremely uncomfortable and I just don't know what to do. Yeah, it's, it's like, like weird. No, now Kenny, I
2: think you're doing this. the right thing. <laughs> totally. Don't listen to us. I just, we, we had to express how we usually do. Um, on the pod. I'm also talking to you as a business school student with no money right now. So, you know. That's, play the that's situation
3: route. Like, play, play it out. I don't know. I think, like, if I'm going on a date with someone who, like, is clearly in a field where I know they're, like, making money, I think that's not necessarily, like, I have to do this. But, like, I don't know. You can, like, read into it a little bit. I think yeah. it's, like, be smart and, like, just, like, have a little bit of social insight and, like, you can make the right decision. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So,
1: like, at the end of a date, you're leaving, blah, 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 whatever. Do you ever, like, go in for a kiss on a first date?
3: I don't make the first move. Ever? I let them make the first move. No, because really? I think it adds too much stress for me and the other person.
1: Like, on a first date or, like, as a rule in life?
3: No, first dates. Because okay. I think first dates are just, like, everybody's, like, putting their foot out there, like, trying to figure it out. I don't want to make anybody... Like feel like they have to do something that they don't want to do. And I don't want to put myself in a situation where like, I feel awkward. Yeah. And I think Mm -hmm. like if we both had a good time and we could have kissed on the first date, we'll, we'll kiss on the second date. Like it's not, it's not a big deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like like,
1: on a second date, you might make the first. Maybe.
3: Yeah. I mean, if we have an equal amount of fun and like it seemingly is equally exciting, then yeah, for sure. Cool. I just like think on a first date, it's not worth it.
1: Oh, I feel like that's so smart and such a good move.
3: Yep. I just would find myself, I feel like, in more awkward situations than I would in enjoyable situations, even if, like, they were to kiss you back, it would, like, be like, well, I don't know if they wanted to, or, like, yeah. I just forced them to do that. No,
2: I think that's the move. We're also a no first date kisses podcast. Like, yeah. you can, and you should, but, like, no one should feel obligated as a man, because I had certain guys who didn't want to go on a second date, like, kiss me at the end of the night, so I was like, so weird. Like, why? Yeah. I, there we has just, to be like, some level, hours, like, of intention.
1: And it's, it's, like, so gross. It's, like, wet lips are gross. <laughs> it like feels sorry. like a win-win like, situation to wait till the second date. because Or, like, yeah. till whenever. Because if the person really wanted to kiss you on the first date, like, then they're excited to see you and yeah, potentially sure. kiss and whatever.
3: Why and spoil it on date one? Yeah. When, like, if you're going to kiss, you're eventually going to kiss and it's just going to be better.
1: It's like kissing on the first date is like high risk, low reward, Absolutely. I think.
3: Absolutely. Did I yeah. use that terminology
1: right? Absolutely. To both Foskets. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, great. Nailed it. Crushing it. I know so many things about. Oh come everywhere.
3: on, oh, risk okay. reward—that's just a normal thing
1: you for there. most people.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: they're words that you know. I'm, you, mine is a tactile, kinesthetic learning style. I
3: don't know anyone. That's words a Thirty that Rock quote. Said, in so case anyone wants, <laughs>
1: it's my favorite quote from Thirty Rock of all time. Uh, cool. Okay. So overall, good vibes. And then, like, did you text the next day? What's your follow-up text? You—it seems like mm-hmm. all of your like moves seem so smart so far so i'm very intrigued what your follow-up text
3: uh depending on proximity to domicile or home i will like check in and be like did you make it home okay i like to follow up the next morning in terms of just being like we've already said that we had fun and let's do this again i'd rather say that in the morning like hey just again had a lot of fun last night if you're interested let's hang out again if i'm interested." Otherwise, like I will like try to close the loop at the same time, like at night. And I'm like not a very good texter in general. Like I am bad at texting my family. I'm bad at texting like my friends. I'm just like bad at texting. But like the move from my perspective is if they live like commutable, like they're hopping in an Uber, hopping on a train, check in, make sure sure that they got home safely. If I like walk them back in proximity and like see them go in, I'm not going to send that text. I'll just check in in the morning and be like hey, I had a really good time. Let's do this again. Wait,
2: do you check in on if they got home safely if you don't like them?
3: Yeah, I think that's just good etiquette.
2: Hmm. Ah. It's tricky. I agree with you entirely. But then I sometimes feel like, what do you say with that? Do you say I had a great time? I think we might have just cracked the mystery, Liza.
3: Uh-oh. Uh, now I feel pressured to answer. Um, that's fair. No,
2: what do you say with that? Like, how do you word it? You're not alone. That's what I'm saying.
3: No, I. I mean, I just keep it... And short and simple, it's like, hey, just wanted to make sure you made it home in one piece, whatever. And then, like, yeah. if they respond and I'm into it, then I'll maybe respond back. If they respond and I'm not into it, maybe I don't reiterate that I had a great time.
2: So I think we said, like, the had a great night tonight text is, like, the kiss of death to most, based on my data and just other data. Um, but... I'm now thinking, I wonder how many of those texts, I wish I could go back and find them, actually came with a, just want to check in that your home's safe. And if it's like a paranoia, making sure they're a safe thing, but you can't not say like, had a great time. Because it was very confusing for me when that would happen, and like a kiss, and then it would be like, oh, I'll never hear from them again. I'd be like, what, what?
3: No, fair. I think the whole you know texting and dating thing is just like, challenging and obviously hard to navigate. And so, like, I think, like, ultimately, as a guy chiming in, being a guy perspective, it's, like, I obviously don't have any problem sending first text messages all the time. But, like, realize that ultimately it's just texting. So, like, if you want to answer the next morning and say you had a great time, I'll also say that. I think it should just be more free-flowing conversation. Because, like, I find a lot of time that, like, those social pressures that come up in texting, like, shouldn't necessarily exist. Because if you were having the conversation in real life, it would be so much less weird and yeah. like, so much less anxiety tied to it. So I think like being more open-minded from both sides of the equation and just like being honest in terms of just like texting instead of trying to fit like social norms is like,
2: I know, but I feel like saying you had a great time when you didn't, isn't really being honest.
3: It's oh, like a yeah. thing we
2: say socially normally. I think Like I sense. made a point to start saying at the end of dates that I didn't think went well, like thank you so much for everything. Like I wouldn't be like, yeah, I had such a great time. Like, I found that when guys said I had such a great time in person more, I was more likely to get a text, but it was the next day. I don't know. It's just interesting to think about. I'm just trying to see, like, yeah, what you kind of say.
1: And, like, what do you do if you didn't have a great time, like, you're not really interested in seeing them again? And, I mean, we've talked before about how, like, we don't really think that, like not texting someone after a first date is ghosting unless you're like yeah. not replying to a text sure. they send but like say you're on a date with someone and it's it doesn't it's just like not something you're interested in pursuing they maybe like text you how would you respond to that?
3: I think the easiest way to defer is just be like I really appreciate like you meeting up with me and having drinks like thanks for coming out like I don't know if you like you just like skip the follow up. Gotcha. Like if you don't want to continue conversation, like don't encourage it. So it's just like if you're like I had a lot of fun, it's been, like, thanks for hanging out, like I appreciate like your you like willing to spend your time to like come out and meet with me. But like yeah. you don't say like, oh I had a ton of fun, like me too or anything like that. So it's like it is weirdly a fine lot. And I think it's like also just like back to my point, I think like we're all over analyzing it. Because like yeah. It's just, like, text messaging, and, like, text messaging is just, like, imagine if we were dating in the era where, like, we were still going on, like, we had the accessibility of dates, so, like, I could still go on dates. I don't know if I could go on dates without dating apps at this current stage, because, like, whatever. But, like, imagine if, like, at the end of the night, like, you just didn't have texting. Like, yeah. I think people would just, like, be, like, more laid back and, like, going with the flow and just, like, figuring it out. But, like, totally. I think it does add, like, a weird, unnecessary stress.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's also really hard a lot harder to overthink things you're saying verbally, things you say in person or things you say over the phone. Like not that anyone talks on the phone in early dating, but like even just now in this podcast talking for an hour, it's like I'm not, I haven't really overthought everything, anything I'm saying, but if it's a text conversation, it lives in the palm of your hand always. So like it's really easy to just look at it and be like, oh, I said the wrong thing or like make a draft or be like, you know what, I mean, I'm sure you don't do this because of whatever... But, like, send a draft of a text to a friend being like, is this an okay thing to send? You know,
3: like... It was really funny. So I was watching, and I don't encourage watching it, but Kimmy made a poop joke earlier. American Vandal 2. It's not as good as the first one. The first one's really good. The second one isn't as good. But they talk about... There's this one scene where they're talking about drafting in Instagram. Like, no, draft in your notes because otherwise it shows up at three dots. And I'm like, that's the most insane thing to ever consider like oh someone's staring at their phone and waiting for you to respond. Like, I do that. I know, but oh, like, yeah. if you think about like what that means in like society and like where we're at, it's like totally. crazy.
1: I draft in other. I draft to All the in, a, in text threads to like other fr- yeah, people. Yeah, I, I are, just think
3: it's like like it's something I should, probably should do sometimes. Just because like sometimes like I'm just like free fire and like I, I don't really make any mistakes in terms of texting. I'm like pretty good about it, but at the same time, I'm just like to think about no, I need to go to this app and then put it back in this app. I'm just like, what? That's crazy to me. Especially because, like, I stand by, like, I'm asking you out in less than three exchanges on a dating app. I'm trying to do as few texts as possible. I'm just more like, I think I'm better in person. I don't show well on the phone. Like, I just try to spend as little time as possible.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's texting is it's problematic with dating it's a whole thing yeah until it's not (laughs) (laughs) so overall sounds good vibes you've already seen this person since and yeah i mean so far so good
3: yeah i've also put myself in a little bit of a lighter hearted spirit in terms of more recently than not like giving people like a second chance or a third chance without like Trying to make it super serious. Like, I think that a lot of times I'll come out of a first date, or like at least I did when I started in New York, like coming out of first date being like, yes, no, black, white, done. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm either super into it or I'm not. But I think it's unfair, like, for both perspectives, from both perspectives and for both parties. Because I don't know, people aren't necessarily like super laid back on first dates. Like, people feel social pressures, people feel nervous, they just feel like maybe they're not like on their A game. You like just can't really judge somebody black and white after a first date. So, like, from my perspective, it's just like, I've become a little bit more lax in terms of like, yeah, let's just grab another drink. Let's just like do this other thing. I think it's like without leading people on, like I think like going with the flow sometimes is like for everybody's benefit because like even from like the other person's shoes, like maybe they felt like it went bad for them and they could have done better or for whatever that means. But like, you just never know. So I think like making a judgment call on first date is always hard, so. I try to be a little bit more lax. Yeah. Don't or worry. I, I have been, at least.
1: I mean, that's the other big thing we're, like, huge proponents of is, like, just go on the second date. Unless the first date was, like, a shit mess disaster, just go on the second date. Yeah, like, I
3: totally agree. And I think there's, like, this weird, like, there's this stigma with dating where it's, like, I think a lot of people are just focused on, like, finding the one. And I don't think you're ever going to find the one after a first date unless you're, like, one in a million. And, like just haphazardly fell in love yeah. with, like, the other person who also haphazardly fell, like, it feels very, like, I don't know. That feels very coincidental, and, like, you can't really plan for that. So, yeah. like, I think just being more open-minded is, like, good advice for all.
2: Totally. Mm-hmm. It's the only reason I ended up with Day 13. Like, I had to be a lot more open-minded than
3: And look, totally. it's been, like, totally wonderful. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's been good for you, and you've been oh yeah enjoying, and, like, joining each other's company i don't know i think it's just like i just feel like as a guy like i've had i've sent plenty of follow-ups like let's go on a second date where like girls are just like Hmm. not necessarily no but just like no response and i think that's just part of dating and i like i don't take it super personally but i also take it super personally (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but like um it's just like i think there should be more flexibility and like if you think that that's net i feel like a lot of people like read into it it's like i'm gonna go on this one date like Maybe I'll get laid, whatever, and then just like cut all ties, whatever that may be. It's like having that approach, I think is just unhealthy,
1: yeah, and like I don't know i like i get I get if that's what you want, but I also think there are like plenty of apps that are more geared toward oh, that oh like, I, yeah it's yeah. not hard to find someone to fuck you if you <laughs> if that's what no, you're was just specifically like one perspective, looking for but at the for, same time like yeah.
3: if you just like want somebody to pay for drinks if you're just like oh yeah. I'm gonna go out and like someone's gonna pay for my drinks and then it's just gonna be like I can just like walk away from that I'm like I think there's yeah. other ways to do it
1: oh totally that's not cool like yeah I think it's like we were talking about earlier with you uh, like you know trying to be mindful that, like, the people on dating apps are people. Uh, they're, yeah, they're human. <laughs> they're human beings. But Yeah. Cool. Bueno. Well, Kimmy, do you have any other sage thoughts? I don't. Questions? I feel like that was a good recap.
2: I feel like we've started a new journey. We'll check back in with Kenny soon.
3: Yeah, this will be fun. And like I said, I enjoy the dating thing. I think it's, like, wonderful to meet new people and, like, kind of, like make a conscious effort to like put myself out there in like different situations so like from my perspective it's all good
2: yay yeah. we'll talk about date number two and maybe I'll, maybe we'll be starting to record at different times and I'll be able to actually get drunk with you guys sometimes <laughs> it won't be three in the afternoon here yeah. um, which is a totally appropriate time to drink but I started at this time yesterday <laughs> so it was my last day here with date 13 we just were like let's get a drink uh, but yeah this was great.
1: Thank you so much, Kenny. Thank you so I'm much. And you. yeah, listeners write us. Like we said, if you want to ask any questions of a, of a human male who's dating in New York city, like I feel like I'm already, I already have like 35,000 <laughs> questions that I want to ask you that I like, am like holding myself back on because obviously we have many times sitting For down sure. and doing this, but yeah, like if you have, male perspective questions if you had a, have a weird date if you have any thoughts feels anything write us yeah um, that could be fun yes.
3: i'm one male perspective but happy to provide it <laughs> <Fuck yeah. laughs> you know what i mean i don't, I don't know
2: uh, yeah you're gonna be representative of all of the new york <laughs> literally yeah, <laughs> every man that's ever lived that's a
3: lot of weight on my shoulders and that's what i was just thinking no. about so like I'm <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: no no we're totally teasing
2: you no,
3: we're, totally fine. We're, teasing we're good
1: you.
2: um well fine. on that note kenny oh no everybody follow us
1: everywhere Follow us. Resubscribe. Like, email us. <laughs> email. Follow tweet us. Just kidding. We don't tweet.
2: <laughs> but then we have to have Kenny join in the sign-off now. Oh, yeah. Um, do you know what we say at the end of the episode, or have you never listened to the end? It's totally fine if you haven't. Your sister has a weird um,
3: audience. It has something to do with just going on a
1: date. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. nailed it. That's it.
2: Go, on, go on a
1: date.
2: A big shout-out to Anthony from 5-Om for making us sound really good in post and you should check Five Ohm out online at
1: fiveohm.com. And that's spelled F-I-V-E-O-H-M.
0: Ohm. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.